Here we go. Oh, it's happening again. Yeah, it is. This is episode 26. 26. Very nice. 26. We got a few topics. Um, first one being the iCarly trailer. The Chris Hemsworth IG post. Some Taika TT drama? Question mark? Maybe. How about some Bad Batch overall thoughts? And the Eternals trailer. Yeah. That's but, some things to talk about. Definitely. Before we get into any of those news, we got. I feel like the movies are starting to pick up because I feel like we did last week. Yeah. In the la- well, this week and last week we've had we've had three. Like you could say big movies, you know, coming out. Last week we had Corella and A Quiet Place Part Two. Yeah. And tomorrow night we have The Conjuring coming out. That I do want to see. I think I want to go see it tomorrow night. Really? Yeah, because I have okay. um, I have tomorrow evening off. So oh, nice. Thinking of getting a couple of drinks and then going to the AMC and seeing it. Um, through T-Mobile, I don't know if people, our listeners, the listeners have T-Mobile, but I think last week they were offering, for the T-Mobile Tuesday, they were offering a $4 movie ticket through Axis or a- Adam, I think, A-T-O-M. Mm-hmm. Um, for a quiet place part two. Oh, nice. So I hope people took advantage of that and were able to see a movie for four dollars instead of having to pay whatever tickets are going for right now, which I hope are not that expensive. Maybe we could even talk about a little bit more from your perspective, Adam, because I know that you have it. The AMC uh mm-hmm. stub hub thing, whatever, or the plan. Oh, the movie A list, yeah. A list yeah. and it went more a little bit of like the pros and cons of that, um, or just even the pros. Because it sounds like a really good deal. Um, okay. Even now, kind of entering back into the world of you know movies. Being I good. will tell you right now, I have no complaints over it. No complaints. First off, uh, you get to go to three movies a week. Yeah. At any, I guess you can say in any format. So Dolby, IMAX, you know, 3D, digital, all that. You can you can see up to three. So if you really wanted to. You can see three movies in Dolby or IMAX, which those are the more expensive tickets. Yeah. And it's only $25 a month at, at AMC. So if you go to two of those a month, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, you know, I go to the movies a lot. I haven't, I haven't lately. The last one I saw was, um, I think I actually want to go see the 10th anniversary of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nice, you yeah. did, huh? One of my friends yeah. did this thing too. She went, she loved it. She actually had a ticket a while ago, and uh, I was excited to see it. So, but, that is yeah. peak. Scott Pilgrim versus the word world is, is awesome. It's, yeah, it's a great, great, fantastic film. I need, to, I want to go see Corella and A Quiet Place, <laughs> and I'll probably wait to see The Conjuring once it's out on DVD. I react. I react a lot, so I'm okay <laughs> with watching it at home. I don't need I'm, to watch I'm it in the theater. I watch this in the theater because I I think I that's the best way to get. That's how I get scared. If I watch a if I watch a horror movie at home, actually, the last place. If you can just give me one quick second, I'm so You're sorry. Good. Sorry, guys. Give me one second. But yeah, I react to. Uh, Lots of movies, uh, well, horror movies, should say. I'm sure, I mentioned that in the uh, 
in in the episode of what's your favorite scary movie but yeah but also their uh fast nine tickets i think that's what it's called or f9 it's part of the fast fear saga uh tickets recently came out uh last night i believe my local amc for some reason is not showing them in imax or dolby which is what i'd want to see it in so but but yeah i don't know why my uh my local amc isn't uh, showing it in imax or dolby which is weird because there's other theaters that are not amc because i go to obviously all amcs that uh they're showing them in imax do you still do you go to the one in norwalk or do you go to the one that's like in montebello uh uh for work i would go to montebello sometimes uh based on like timing but i typically go to the norwalk uh or uh, puente hills because puente hills has the uh, imax with laser so if i really want to see a film like in imax uh i've like i want to go see godzilla versus kong there because i want to see that in imax uh imax laser or with laser but what is the imax laser for those for those who might not know that Okay, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea, but I see with laser and I just assume that is better than normal IMAX. So, yeah. Actual detailing, like um, like more of a... I would assume, yeah, it's more in-depth. You know. Yeah. You know, because I know Dolby offers, you know, the you get amazing an amazing experience with the audio as well as the imagery. Blacks are more black. The, the audio moves you know colors pop more you know yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're there's more to... uh, more detail yes yeah you're fast and furious you're... 9 comes out later this month uh on the 24th that'll be the the what you call it uh we have loki coming out this week too yeah no next week we have, we're a week away from loki oh really as of today that's yeah tomorrow no that, that's a week that's a week today or tomorrow sorry a week from today on the ninth episode one of loki will be out very cool i'm excited let's jump into the first topic because it came out the trailer came out yesterday and it was the first official topic our topic the first a trailer of the new imat or icarly revival on a paramount plus um i watched the trailer has me a little excited for i'm not gonna lie i had no interest in seeing this this revival. I don't have. I don't think I do either. Um, I'm excited to see how mature it's it's going to be since it's on a different network. It doesn't necessarily have to be super PG. Um, and clearly, it's. I think it's obvious, and um, I it has an intended audience because iCarly was already you know on a kid network, so anybody of any, any, you know, any preteen or any child or even just people, teenagers, whatever, who find this show funny can watch. But now this one's centered on, like, you know, the more of the grownups. So I'm, I'm hoping that it does have that maturity to mm-hmm. and the realistic maturity of it. Um, it looks like a fun time. It looks like it's going to be just as random as the first go around with that. Um, it's a little sad not seeing Jeanette McCurdy, but also... I respect the fact that she didn't want to come back and do the revival. It just seems like, you know, it's kind of hard because you, you, they, Sam. She was such a staple of the show. 
Yeah. She, I, I'm not going to lie. She made Carly's character interesting. Yeah, they had a good dynamic. They really did. Uh, I, I will see the thing is the show wouldn't be any good without Sam yeah at least I feel but Sam couldn't like because I know they did Sam and Cat after and I know that was a complete flop and so it's like it's not like she's built to be a main character either if that makes sense right yeah um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see it. It is a little bit weird not having Sam around. I want to, I want to know how they're gonna explain that. And for what I know, Gibby's not back either. Yeah. So, I mm-hmm. uh, and it's funny how the side characters are usually more of the staple of the show, and the ones that give more reason as to why they watch the show. And now to see it, we'll see. That's a lot of pressure on the three main on the leads, but I think they their own characters too. I'm gonna be honest. I never really liked Freddie. I thought he was always super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> his character not the actor yeah um, no yeah but yeah i i it looks like they're not trying to impose a romance between the two i think they are established themselves as just as friends and that's it and that's even better so um i'm excited i think i'm gonna give the first episode a go but after that if i don't like it then i'm probably not gonna watch it same here i think i'll get it i think i'll get my fix on just that first episode yeah maybe see- two and then based on how two is, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to. Yeah, I think by the if second... it, if it's obviously if it's good, I'm gonna continue to watch it. Clearly, you know, but it has like some genuine laughs, you know, not like yeah, no, yeah, definitely all the time. Whenever a, sh- a joke was thrown out, I'm I'm glad Jerry Trainer's back, which is her brother Spencer. Yeah, yeah, because I mean the stuff he was just randomly doing the entire show, you know, it's it's cool to see because obviously this is a part of like uh like i guess you can say like the the end of my childhood because like the earlier years i had like the sweet life wizards of waverly plays you know yeah. the more of the disney stuff spongebob ball we've been around obviously you know drake and josh but relevant. yeah you know <laughs> but yeah i mean i mean it seems fine it seems like it's gonna be fine obviously targeted for the adult audience you know they're gonna be drinking beer in the show which i think is interesting because obviously they're you know they're a little older yeah you know, so but. i think um i but speaking of revivals um it's funny we should have mentioned this but the friends reunion just released too don't care i do you don't care no. I, I didn't really care for it either i know i think you're more of a how i met your mother type of i've never seen how i met your brother either oh you didn't never mind no. i'm confusing um I didn't really care. I, I've yet to see it just because I want to see like what the reunion was about, but mm-hmm. I I didn't really care for it either. <laughs> I'm like, why are we having a reunion? I but, saw I mean, the uh, I saw the clip where it was like really awkward between the cast. Not between the cast, but um it was I don't know which one it was. It was the one from oh gosh. I'm just not delayed. Give me a sec. Yeah. Point is, they asked the cast, like, oh, so do you guys keep up? And then, uh, no, dang it. Oh, my God. I'm just going to look at the Friends cast. You don't, okay. Like, whether they keep up with each other? Yeah. And then one of them said no. And they all tried to play it off. And it was super, I think it was Matthew Perry. 
Oh. And Jennifer Aniston tried to play it off. And there were like laughs cued in. Uh-huh. And you can just tell that it was kind of awkward. Yeah. At least that's what I got from it. Because I mean, they- I think from for, for my understanding is that I thought that they didn't like each other. Like as a cast, like I, that's why, like, I think, I think when they were trying, for example, I remember, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel, or if not, it was on like the other, on Jimmy Fallon, when they had Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston, and Lisa Kudrow, and they were all back in like Monica's apartment. Mm-hmm. And they get, they were given scripts and they looked super uncomfortable reading them in the first place. They're like, this is not what we signed up to do. Yeah. And it just from there, I was just like, I don't think they even want to do a freaking revival. So why force them to? Nobody well, was- I mean, it gets to the point where you kind of just move past it. You know, yeah. like, I don't think anybody anticipated Friends catching so much excitement on a streaming network, you know? So, because, like, you think about it, like, my my older cousins, even, like, our parents were probably watching, you know, like, Dish, like, they were around for this entire this show's entirety you know it's like me i remember it being on but i remember it you know ending when i was starting to watch like television and stuff like that so you know uh, again we're not we we weren't necessarily the target audience when it came out because we weren't around yeah you know so remember much of when i mean it ended when 2004 2005 the show yeah, and by that time, you know, nineties or something or early nineties. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I just think it's funny seeing the cast again. I think Matthew Perry looks pretty bad. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, he had the the drug problem, right? He did. Yeah, he. I yeah. think he. It was an opioid addiction because it was pain reliever. He had hurt mm. his back. And uh, after something happened or an episode, I don't know if he's hurt his back on the show, but he hurt his back and then he ended up going on this prescription medication that would relieve this pain, ended up getting addicted to it. And that's what caused him to kind of spiral out um, after that. I think it might have been Adderall, not Adderall. I don't, mm-hmm. know, I don't know, one of those opioid drugs or whatever, the addictive kind. So, no, it's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks because you know, I think yeah. it looks really, really great as Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Well, yeah. She she obviously still looks good. She still. I feel like she's well. She's aged, obviously, but not. I don't feel like anywhere near as the way that cast is aged. Yeah. But I mean, I shouldn't say I don't care. I just have no. I didn't. I I, I don't think. I don't think the show is all that funny. Exactly. I just thought I'd tie it in because of like shows being picked up again. And it's just, it's making me want to have a conversation with you about like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, why can't we just, why, like, what's obviously clearly this past year is because pandemic reasons, but I'm seeing a bunch of revivals. I'm seeing a bunch of reboots. Um, and it's like, where's the originality? And I feel like the only sense of originality I've been getting from the film in different are from different genres now, like, um, Usually, I think the more experimental kind are the art films, um, the avant-garde type of films, such as what has been released with like Hereditary or Midsummer Ari Arthur films. But right now, it's just been in horror. I feel like horror is the only one. Horror and thrillers are the only ones that are advancing in that realm. 
Um, dramas, I would say too. Dramas too, yeah. Uh, dramas on a, a streaming service level too, because the recent dramas that have been released, like The Undoing, or like uh, like those HBO dramas, have been really, really good. I don't know if you ever uh, peek into those. Um, the only one I the only one I saw was The Day Sports Stood Still, but that goes off of real life experiences, you know. So it is a drama based here or um, documentary. You know, but it, you know, obviously that's more of like the real, like a real life aspect of the 24 hours that baseball, football and basketball were shut down. Yeah. And that was, and that was like the, what, within this past year of pandemic stuff? That was the beginning. Yeah. That was the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So that came out, I believe in August and I watched it probably about a month ago or so. Even the way documentary seven film had has been elevating too and how it tells a narrative and incorporates people's lives and stuff like that. So I think it's on um, the last uh, do- documentary was um, now I lie in the dark or something like that. And it's a book that was made into a documentary um, because the author who wrote the book ended up dying. Unfortunately, she had um, uh, an overdose or something and um, had an Oswald, the guy, the actor, his mm-hmm. wife is the one who wrote the book. And he actually okay. helped out with HBO's documentary on how to catch basically catching the golden the original golden golden state killer. And I you can listen to the podcast as well. Like if you're reading the book, you can check out the podcast. Or if you're watching the documentary, you can check out the podcast too. And what like through every episode, they kind of break down and go a little bit more in depth of the people that were on the episode. Um, because it's like a six part documentary series. It's okay. super interesting and, and really good. And it's like it really tackles down and have the survivor the survivors that went through are on there and yeah man you can tell like these people were really affected by this guy it's crazy because the golden state killer ended up being a cop yeah a retired cop and that's the reason why he like he knew how to get around because he was already in with what was happening and he got sentenced and there was a whole court's uh where all the sh- all the victims went up to him he's like do you remember me and um yeah it was it's really good you guys should watch it you guys should really watch it I, check it out i, I want to uh, go back to you saying where's the originality i guess you could say yeah, in hollywood like yeah. i think streaming services have a lot to do with why we're not getting originality really in what form or in what because time? i feel like because there's so much at our disposal that has already been done like for example like perfect example is friends yeah, that's a perfect example but you know you put you don't put that on netflix thinking oh this is gonna be you know this show's gonna blow up but think about how many people our age love friends uh-huh. like i can name i can probably like name five people that i personally know who like who love friends who buy friends merch who worship the show who i when i personally was like i don't i don't think it's all that funny Okay. I think it's all good. I think there's more. There's you can do more. You can watch a better show on another streaming service. So what you're saying is, is that these shows are like comfort shows for people and are not that people are not aren't reaching out of their comfort zone to look at other things. They're just kind of giving giving to what's been going on. You're you're onto something there. I do. I think a part of it is that, but I also just think the fact the fact that you have these shows that somebody can binge you know, that are what a friends, a friends episode is what, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. How many could you really watch all in a day? Probably get oh. to an entire season if you really wanted to, you, you know, get 
do all 10 seasons like if you really wanted to yeah exactly you know so if you really wanted to you can probably get to you know through a season through in a day maybe two days you know but the reason is is because you have these old shows blowing up on streaming in my opinion it's that's my opinion is you have these old shows blowing up on streaming services you know because they're just at our disposals you know they're not being released season by season and even though the streaming services who do weekly releases you know obviously it takes longer you know to have you know a season end and start you know so you have i think that's a part of it i think people being like comfort with it is a part of it you know and it's just like and obviously all everybody who loves friends now you know this is an entirely new audience of people who loved it back then you know so it's almost you know it's as like it is it's people you know i don't want to say see it as a new show but it's new to them so they never got to experience that you know original run that it had obviously some of them weren't even alive for them to experience so now that we're in the day and age of it's so easy just to revive a show it's so easy just to announce hey you know what we're going to continue this franchise you know or we're going to cancel this franchise it's so easy to pick it up if there's money in it and there's money in friends that's the thing there's money in friends we saw how much netflix freaking paid to to keep it on the their service for another year yeah you know i think i mean i totally get that you're seeing it from the audience perspective and you're you're taking it you're, you're giving the consumer point of view um and like i i, I basically yeah which is it's a it's it's it it takes to the tango and it's obviously the consumer's fault and whoever is providing that you know um but it sucks because they're just keeping things in a loop you know oh yeah definitely and it's like we're not moving anywhere artistically and i think another reason for that is just because of what you said um but i'm just wondering like what's going on like why aren't people writing why aren't people being creative like right what's going on with hollywood right now in terms of kind of having stagnant shows then again to the fact that there's some shows that are good and then they get canceled that's what i hate oh yeah i i that so much like whenever the netflix just announces like a new series and it looks and it sounds good and you're like okay but is it gonna last the first season got a perfect example of one well it's out which one have you ever seen end of the fucking world on netflix uh oh yeah 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 yeah, it's two seasons yeah and those two seasons are every episode has you so interested in what's going on at least in my opinion yeah and the fact that Netflix wasn't willing to continue the show, I get it that the creator was like, hey, I never saw past two seasons. But if you, you know, if Netflix is like, hey, all right, you may not, but we'll bring somebody else in. You know, somebody who can, you know, cre- continue to create the show. Because a TV show always has different directors and different writers. That's what right. I feel like. I feel like that's, you know, it's like, I feel like that's what channel success yeah. You know, for example, for example, is like, you know, the, the Mandalorian. Doctor you know, it's like you have two guys writing majority of the stuff. And yeah, do they come in and direct an episode here and there? But they also have other people coming in and seeing their, you know, directive ideas to, you know, place the show while still being part of the overall storytelling of yeah. the season. Collaborate. You know? Same fun. thing with the... Uh, um, I think 
Oh no! Well, Captain America and Falcon and the Winter Soldier were the were both two uh two directors, but still, that's more. I, in my opinion, I feel like that's easier to do because you because those are characters you need somebody to understand, right? You know, to continuously write them how they should be written, you know. Absolutely. But again, the this new the, the and again, this is all just my opinion. The reason we're not getting original content is I feel like because people are just being introduced to shows that are way past their prime, have no introduced, uh, no, no reason to be reintroduced into Hollywood and have revivals and all this crap to, you know, want to, you know, to bring them back. Yeah. At least this is my opinion, you know. Um, I just want to see more original content. I want to see, like, maybe even if we can't get past the fact that of the prime or whatever, just, like, kind of carry it on into, like, a different group of people and you know, rediscover friends. Like I'm, like you know how they're doing another revival show. They're doing Gossip Girl on HBO. Are they really? They're doing yeah. It's gonna be released, but so it's but, but with a new cast, nothing of the old cast, nothing like that. It's a new cast, which I kind of like to see that because it's it's you know it's passing on. Say for example, to do that with One Tree Hill, and One Tree Hill had a hold on people. Same with OC. Um, so like seeing things like that would be cool. Um. I think they were even doing that with Charmed. I think they did that with Charmed on the CW. I don't know if it's doing good though, but I, I'm just noticing a pattern, and I think it's been it's been going on for a little while because I think we've been a little stagnant <laughs> in terms of that. But I uh, hopefully next year is a better year for films. I think this year we're just getting started. Um, especially because usually the best block blockbuster movies release during summer or even have like a fall um, release. So yeah, we'll see how things go from here on. Um, but any final thoughts on that? On the originality in Hollywood? I mean, obviously you need it because if I mean, look what like Netflix has done and the stuff like they've sure they've had you know things kind of come from you know their own adaptations because like obviously you have like you know the marvel shows that were on netflix and obviously those are adapted characters but that's netflix's take on them for the most part you know like netflix wanted them to be darker grittier you know yeah. which is cool look at like stranger yeah. things you know in a, com- a complete original you know it's like i remember when orange was orange is the new black the original netflix you know uh original like that, I remember everybody was obsessed with that show. Yeah. You know? And then they've done like Ozark, which I know is like a, a, a Netflix original Black Mirror, you know, the Umbrella Academy. Sure, the, that, you know, the Umbrella Academy again, for example, you know, it's just like it's adapted from a comic book, you know, but still, you know, it's just like 13 Reasons Why, you know, they picked up that, you know. So, you know, again, those are original. Sure, it's from something, but. It hasn't been done in Hollywood before, you know, well, aside from the Marvel stuff, you know, for the most part. Interesting phase. At least in this take, yeah. you know, this, this point of view, you know, but again, you know, I mean, people are just being introduced again. It just has to do with people being introduced to, you know, older shows. Like look how the office blew up after again, the office is, the office is another perfect example of, shows blowing up after they've already uh, wrapped up and finished 
Yeah. That's just a, that's, that's streaming. That's streaming in itself now. That's, that's what happens when you, you know, there's so much to watch. It's a good and bad thing because there's just so much to watch and it's easier to watch shorter episodes with longer seasons. Yeah. What was the second topic? Well, that wasn't really ever a topic on our, on, on today's episode, but um, moving on, we had Chris Hemsworth post that Thor Love and Thunder has wrapped up. Yes. Uh, he posted on his Instagram story saying, that's a wrap on Thor Love and Thunder. It's also National Don't Flex Day. So I thought this super relaxed photo was appropriate. The film is going to be batshit crazy off the wall, funny and might also pull a hard string or two. Lots of love, lots of thunder. Thank you all. Thank you all to the cast and the crew who made this another who made this another incredible Marvel journey. Buckle in and get ready. See you in the cinemas. And it's a photo of him and Taika. Taika's dressed up as Korg. Um, Chris Hemsworth looks absolutely jacked, like if Super. he's on steroids. I don't know if you saw the post. I saw the picture. He, his arms got bigger. It's, I don't know whether he's just been working out a lot or... But it's kind of funny because there's another picture of him that he posted where his like leg to arm ratio was very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he's uh, clearly skipping leg day. Um, skipping leg day. But then again, like I, like teach their own because I wish I had those arms. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And they're they're in the Benatar in this uh, in the screen in the uh, the post, which is the Guardians the Guardianship. Yeah, which we know they're going to be in it, which obviously, which is cool to see. It comes out, I believe, next May, uh, May sixth to be exact. But I'm excited that this uh, this film's wrapped up. You know, I'm probably gonna trailer in a couple months. Probably, you'll probably get a trailer by uh, by Spider Man: no, Far From Home. I think we'll get it before then. Really, like November, yeah. maybe. Whatever is the first one, I think there's gonna be a Thor trailer attached to it. Yeah. So this comes out, I believe, May 6th. May 6th? Whatever that first Friday May is of uh, 2022. Yeah, May. Oh, so technically May 5th because the Thursday release. Interesting. I'm excited yeah. for it. I really, oh, I think nice. it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, um, definitely. So especially because it's, yeah, it's it? a big cast. Yeah, and I'm excited to see Jane again. I'm excited to see that getting picked up. I, you know, I love me some Natalie Portman, even though you hate her. I can't stand her. She, she. There's no reason for her to be in Hollywood. That's crazy because she's she's behind some like really. She's good had role. some great roles. She's had some iconic roles more than she should. More than she should. Oh my god, that's just her, baby. That's her. That's her charm. What charm? There isn't none. She's a great actress. I'm sure she's a nice person, but I cannot stand how helpless she is in every single film she's in. Do you think she's typecast? Yes. Mm. No, sorry, I shouldn't say helpless. Oh, I feel like she's a big old crybaby also in every film she's in. <laughs> helpless or crybaby? A little bit of both. Yeah, definitely. Um... 
But I know there was one that you uh, brought up, uh, the Taika Waititi photo. Yeah. That was so, kind of like a two, two-parter. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get, obviously, your thoughts on it because you said you wanted to add this into today's show. So I wanted to talk about it because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Just because there are these pictures that were released by paparazzis where there's Taika... Rita Ora, another actress slash singer, Tessa Thompson, and then a fourth guy. And they're all pretty, you know, they were pretty smoochy, you know, obviously having a great time. Now, how we can interpret these photos can be a million ways. Good friends having good time while being drunk, getting a little cuddly together. I think everyone has been there before, male or female, whichever it is. But I'm seeing it, I'm like, I wonder if the Disney heads are looking at these pictures and wondering, like, what are you doing, Taika? Because at the end of the day, that's your actress that you're canoeing with, right? And the professional side of things. So I don't know exactly whether, how is that going to be received? And whether Taika has been approached by the movie heads and was like, hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I think... Um... I think they were a little upset with him if, you know, if I remember, I saw, I want to say I saw somewhere that they were upset with him, but um, I mean, I saw the photo. I don't see it as that big of a, an issue. I didn't see that much of an issue either. I was like, that's, that's kind of hot, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You know, I, again, they're, they're on their personal time, you know, so Again, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you can't you can't film a movie and not expect people to develop friendships and relationships on these sets. You know, you spend months and months together. You know, it's just like look how many you know look how close Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans got. You know, the rumor of Scarlett Johansson basically sleeping with the entire cast of the Avengers. You know, so it's just like it, it is what it is. You know, they get mad at you know. Think about it, you know, Taika for being, you know, friendly with his, what you call, you know, with his co-star with, but I guess he's dating, you said he's dating Rio Ora. And, you know, Tessa Thompson's there, you know, within the, uh, in the photo too, hanging out with them, you know, so again, I don't know, you know, but I thought it was okay, you know, but it's okay for Michael, Michael Bay to, you know, be as batshit crazy as he is on set, you know, so. Yeah, obviously different studio, but still, you know. I get it though. Marvel, it's Marvel crazy. has things more. They want to look professional. They handle everything professional. They handle everything good, you know, for the most part, at least now. In these, yeah. you know, now that they're the most successful movie, you know, studio that there is. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't see. I don't see the overall problem with it. And kind of care less. They're not gonna fire Taika, you know. Dropping a movie. That's not just that, but if you know, if they rehire James Gunn after tweets from ten years ago, they're not gonna fire Taika over a photo. Right. That, I mean, even know, then, that, that whole thing with, even though it was kind of crazy, the way he said it, it was ten years ago. Exactly. It was out of context, you know. There was no point to bring those those tweets up. You know, people grow as people, you know, uh, we grow as people. We're constantly growing. 
I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. Obviously you're not, you know, I'm sure James Gunn isn't the person he was 10 years ago, you know? And if you have, you know, Jenna Fisher, who was willing to back gun, you know, when this happened, you know, I feel like that says a lot because Jenna Fisher, obviously, you know, she's a good person. Yeah. Obviously in her, her PR builds her to be a good person. Point is back to the Taika, I don't know. It's just, it's, it, it's oh, a meaningless photo. You know, I thought it was funny. Yeah. I, I, if anything, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> like this is happening. You guys are having a fun summer already. It's going to be a great summer. I feel like it's going to be a good summer this summer. So I'm excited. Um, you know what? I, I don't want to say it's not going to be a fun summer. I think it's going to be a crazy summer because, and this is kind of to, to stry off topic, but people early on are showing they don't know how to act in public. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Have you had an encounter? <laughs> no, but uh, the NBA basketball uh, playoffs are going on right now. Okay. And you got fans spitting on players. You got them throwing water bottles at them, throwing beers at them, and at live games. Wow. And it's just it's an oh you got a bunch of fans running on the on the fields on the into you know courts arenas you know it's just right now people are showing. Is that just in the NBA or is that also no? So it's happened at base. So fans have been running on the field of um. Uh, baseball uh, fields they've yeah. also been re- they ran into the court of the nba during the playoffs this oh the the worst though it was i believe atlanta in atlanta game they were they spit on one of the players which is uh which is absolutely that that's, that's not awful. okay you know yeah. um i forgot where it exactly was but one of the playoff one of the playoff games arenas how to actually push, take off all the floor seating and put everybody in the, the actual like seats that weren't floor. So, you know, there's like the floor seats and then you get to the actual like aisles that go up and yes. build kind of the, the, the sports centers. Yeah. They had to do that mid game. What? Because that's how crazy fans were. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. You know, but you know what that is? I think it's a lot of repressed emotions from what's been going on with everybody having to stay at home yeah um, the sure. fact that people are leaving themselves at, at public places is like come on guys don't make a scene i don't know it sounds really crazy and that sucks for the players point of view because obviously they're there to play a game to advance to the finals and yet the fans are preventing them getting there you know because they're holding off on games or having to just, you know do all that yeah, stuff definitely it sucks because you had all these like these players looking forward to having people back at these games. And then they're like, wait a minute, I don't think this is a good idea. And then it's just over the top. Yeah. You know, over the top emotion. I mean, I guess the only good thing is like with the movies, you have to sit quiet, you know? Yeah. You have to kind of be quiet. You know, I obviously like if we got delayed Endgame for a year, I feel like the emotion in a movie would be that much more exciting when we all return to the movie theaters and how crazy that would be like the energy would just be insane, you know? And obviously, you know, when the first Marvel film comes out with, you know, black widow in July, there's going to be some excitement. There's going to be some serious excitement in, you know, being able to do being able to watch a Marvel film again in the theaters, you know? So 
again, people write, and this is kind of to just dry off a topic, but you know, it's just, again, everybody is, we've been, we've been, you know, locked up for a year. That's what it feels like, you know, and the world's kind of finally back op- opening up, you know, we got a lot of summer well, excitement. This June 15 mass mandate thing going on. Oh, I know. Soon. That's, yeah. that's a couple of days away. So we'll keep you all posted about how this whole world turns out to be. Um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy to think because I know like here in uh, in Alley County, we're almost herd immunity. Mm-hmm. But I, but we'd have to, I, in my opinion, we kind of have to already be because they're allowing sports and re- well, and this is all of California are allowing, you know, venues to open up at full capacity. You know, AMC just said, hey, you don't have to wear a mask if you're you're vaccinated, but there's no, but you can't prove that you can't ask somebody to prove show their uh, their proof of vaccination because of HIPAA. You know, so mm-hmm. it it's a uh, it's an interesting time, you know, because this you know because obviously we were locked up for a whole year. This thing is more than real, you know. For someone who had uh, you know COVID nineteen, I you know, it's, it's real. For someone who did it, but still, um, like, happy that I didn't get it, but seeing people that did get it and seeing the reality of it and how close your home got to you and hearing through friends that some relatives did die of it, it, it was just super frightening to know because you kind of really put, put things in perspective, obviously, until it happens mm-hmm. to you. But I'm just like, that's why I even got vaccinated. I'm like, let's... I, I don't want to get it. I didn't get it. Let's add a little bit more, um, you know. Yeah. There, but right now you're probably lucky because you have the antibodies in your body now. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the vaccination, it's just an extra fortification there. So. No, yeah, it's just it's definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it, it's inter- it's an interesting time right now because so much of like entertainment is returning, and you know we're going to be able to go to it in large you know numbers and it's not just sports we're talking about movies you know it's like the you know because if you don't have to wear a mask you're going to allow people more they're going to allow more people in you know they're going to drive revenue you know any way they can so it, it's interesting it, it's really interesting um any final thoughts on that though or should we move on to the last topic i think the last topic is the bad patch what <clears throat> the eternals trailer too Oh, I ain't got. I, I don't have any final uh, thoughts on what we kind of just uh, mumbled on. I guess you can say, kind of just lingered on. But uh, yeah, let's get so not without any like. I guess you can say spoiler spoilers, but with spoilers, this is an openly spoiler talk. If you mm-hmm. made it to this part of the episode, this is an openly spoiler talk of the Bad Batch. We're not going to be talking about specific episodes. It's just kind of what we've liked so far in the show what we kind of haven't um you know and just overall overall thoughts i'm having fun with the show i'm really loving the animation Mm -hmm. and i'm loving the character building between all of them i like the fact that we're getting to know these guys because even though they are clumped individual and super super charismatic i like all of them I'm I'm having a hard time a little bit liking Omega because I want to know her little her purpose. Yeah, 
smart. Like, why is she there? You know, I like yeah. She she I had no why she's there, but I want to know a little more further. But I guess we're just gonna find out as the season progresses. And um, I'm liking the show. What about you? Overall, yeah, liking the show. Um, I don't want to say I don't like Omega. But I do find her kind of annoying at sometimes. Which again, again, her, her she is a kid. She's giving me Ashley vibes from Resident Evil Four. No, she she can actually do stuff though. Mm-hmm. She, I think uh, humanity, like it's almost um, she's giving me her dynamic as a as a companion because that's how I'm seeing her as. Mm-hmm. To these to these to the Bad Batch is the the humanity side aspect of things because they're so trained to do the job they're so trained to just get the mission done right yeah and being in that robotic sense of state of mind deprives you of having any like relative emotion somewhat um, yeah uh, but, like I'm, you have somewhat of like you uh what was the term you used right now like their what? mindset mindset like yeah i just i just said like military emotion oh okay so like yeah they're yeah they do have that but you see it you see them more i guess you can say like um there's more emotional depth to them because Mm -hmm. of the fact they don't have the inhibitor chips going off right you know because like obviously they're clones you know and and like you for but you see like wrecker kind of seeing a problem his is looking like it's going to become a problem which I think this show ends in them something happening to all of them, you know, right. one way or another, you know, what I, I don't know how many seasons are doing. I don't know if it's one or uh, what they've even discussed, but, but um, yeah, again, the show's been overall fun. Um, it, it's interesting to see where it's going to go because it has to lead into something, you know, it has to stay in par with, you know, the timeline that's already built um but uh i know we had texted i think omega is captain phasma that's funny and i I I didn't think of it until you mentioned it and i was like wow that would be a perfect tie-in for sure yeah she's a first off she's a clone obviously Mm -hmm. they've gotten rid of the clone you know the whole clone uh being a part of the empire even the resistance Excuse me, but um, yeah, I, I think I think she's Captain Phasma. I I don't see any other way around it, unless it's they're just gonna kill her off. Theory, it's a good theory. I give it to you. I, I have no theory. context really both. to base this, but it would be funny. It, I mean, it it'd be a nice tie-in. Um, however, I think Phasma is completely one eighty of what's going on with Omega right now. So either something really traumatic happens. Yeah, like so, they I'm, get killed off. They get killed by Jedi. No. What if the bad? Well, what if? Right. No. What if? What if? What if? Coming soon to Disney Plus. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't wait for that show. But yeah, what if they're killed? What if they're killed by somebody who's supposed to be a hero? Man. And and it's not like. They have like, you know, like it's not like, oh, it was on purpose or anything, but it's the fact that they're clones. Yeah. You know, and it makes Omega kind of defect, 
you know, to the resistance or to the empire. And she's there in between the years of the end of the empire growing into, you know, the resist of uh, the first order. Wow. <clears throat> Much to think about, but you guys heard it here first, guys. If that turns out to be true. Hey, we've predicted a few things on here. All right. Have, yeah, we have. I predicted two visions in WandaVision, and I remember thinking it sounded like complete idiocy. You know, so but it happened. And you guys heard it here first. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I got no context to base this off of. Yeah, but just, that's just, I don't know why. I just feel like she is Captain Phasma. It's a, it, it's a theory. It's a yeah, theory. definitely. Definitely. Moving on to the final topic of today. The Eternals. Uh, it's kind of late because it came out last week, but hey, better late than never. But again, yeah, like you said, the Eternals trailer. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like it's going to take over uh, the span. Well, we know this. We've known this. But it's going to take over the span of a couple millenniums is what it looks like. A couple, mm-hmm. thousand, couple of thousands of years. Because um, they said they've been in the shadows for so long. Um, you know, they, they're also very aware of the Avengers. Yeah, but I... Okay, explain to me, explain to me a little bit more about the Eternals. Did they... For, I heard something about... They forgot their memory, or they forgot. We don't know. We don't know. Because they haven't given us a plot to the, really this story, and they also didn't give us much in the this the first trailer. So we don't we don't know what exactly is going to be the reason they didn't step in and help the Avengers with Thanos. Because everybody's like, "Hey, where you been?" Yeah, like, that was right. the biggest question after the trailer yeah. dropped. Uh, where the fuck have you been <laughs> yeah no exactly you know and the fact that they're aware of the avengers and who they know knowing who they yeah. are they're like you know, who's gonna lead the avengers after you know captain and Rod- snow's like i could lead the avengers that's actually not john snow that's the brother that's uh john snow's um that wasn't john snow no that was uh richard madden which are you is, sure yeah john I- snow John Snow was the one who was on the field, on a on a green field. If you remember the trailer, he's talking to somebody or he's looking at somebody. But he, yeah, they kind of look similar. I'm not gonna lie to you. But that was Richard Madden. Is Richard Madden and also Game of Thrones? Yeah, they actually play brothers. That's actually um, the older Stark that gets killed off. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, That's cool. Up. Red Wedding. Yeah, there's a couple Game of Thrones people there. That's cool. Okay. Sure. Okay, so they were both in it. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because I knew I'd seen both of them before. Well, I, I thought it was Jon Snow, but I had no idea there was another Game of Thrones uh, character yeah. cast from this, in this film. Too. Um, I don't know what role he's going to play. I don't think yeah. he's the Eternals, but the brother, the other one that said that, he is going to be part of the Eternals. Oh, okay. All I got to say about these, about these trailers is that all these movies look like they and TV shows are going to look like they're going to be visually pleasing. Oh, yeah. Like, because that scene where it's um, Angelina Jolie and she's backed up, I think, against a wall and you see like it illuminating. Yeah, with her sword. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Oh my god, I'm excited for her. Percent. Mm-hmm. I think. And then when they had the uh, the it looked like a wedding scene in the trailer as well, or just a celebration. Um, people were already saying, "What if Tony Stark was there?" That oh cool. yeah, rising. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that would be cool. But yeah, no, it just looks like it's just gonna be a good time visually. I'm sure it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good film as well because the director is I forgot uh it's what's her name? Yeah, who is the director? Uh Chloe Zhao or Chow, but she she did what you call it, right? It's, it just won the uh the Oscar. Oscar. Um I think it was Nomadland, right? Yeah. Wait, one more time. No, it wasn't in No Man Land. Didn't she? Uh, didn't she oh. uh, direct No Man Land? I think. Yeah, she yeah, did. she did No Man Land. Yeah, but. Well, very good hands, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm I'm excited for the trailer, or for I should say the film comes out later this year. I believe in August or September. I think I want to say it's September. I want to say. Um, it's- if this film's coming out November 5th, we were off by a couple of years. Wow, we're gonna get back to back films in back to back months. Yeah, with Eternals and Spider Man. Oh, Shang Chi is in what you call it in September. That's the September film. That's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Did you see the trailer for that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's also gonna be good. But anything you wanna add on the Eternals trailer? No. I think um, I like that they gave us. I like that they just basically it was a teaser. You know, they yeah. didn't give us much. But um, some of the, I mean, some of the what we've seen so far looks beautiful. And yeah, I'm really. see how um, how they really tie into this whole story and who they are as characters because I think this is an ensemble cast. And sometimes when it comes to ensemble cast, it's hard giving each person like enough screen time to get to know and like them. But I think they're gonna nail this one because they've done it already with the Avengers. So, like having us introducing new characters like that, it's just part of this whole new phase four, and I'm excited for a little bit. I'm excited for new characters, even though we have been getting more. Actually, definitely. Even though there have been introduced, like new characters have been introduced. We're getting characters that are already in part part of Marvel that we didn't get much depth, and now we're getting more depth through them. But now we're getting introduced to new new characters, new characters as well. The only, I think it's going to be fine in terms of developing because one, you have Angelina Jolie who yeah. is a fantastic writer and doesn't need to necessarily be a spotlight in film she's in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's going to be fine. Same thing with like Salma Hayek. You know, obviously she's had her fair share of films she's been in, but a lot of these film, a lot of these uh, actors are up and coming actors still. They're still trying to make names in Hollywood. For themselves so you know and i think having you know salma hayek and the uh, angelina jolie kind of being in it to just i guess you can say have somewhat a star a little bit of star power in the film yeah. you know i think it's gonna be just it's gonna fine be, it's gonna be great i'm excited I think so too i think so too um and i can't wait to talk about the movie in detail once it's out yeah definitely definitely well, well, that was your cat. That was my kitty. Saying it's time for us to wrap up this episode because yep. she needs attention. Yeah, that's that's her. <laughs> <laughs> Here, 
Say hi, everybody. Oh wow, she did too. That's 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 making it in. That is making it in. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 don't be sorry. But yeah, crazy. So but, this was episode 26 of our real addiction. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. We really appreciate it. And you Definitely. can also find us on on Facebook and Instagram at our real addiction, either through message or through story interactions, whichever it is. Give us a like there and follow us. Um, anything else you would like to add, Adam? Um, just go download our episodes. Yeah, listen to our episodes. Get us to a thousand. Get us to a thousand. Yeah, we're we're working on it. But yeah, no, again, thank you guys for the support. Um, you know, just you guys have been killing it with the downloads. Seriously. So, again, appreciate it. Much love. Um, I was Adam. I am Miguel. And this was our real addiction. Sick Parvis Magna, Adam. Sick Parvis Magna.